When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 100 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I am your host, Christian Piles. Joined, as always, by the noisy... An unprofessional, an out-of-pocket Willie Saylor, who's at home in Easton, PA, and apparently doing some in-room uh, redecorating. You moving some furniture around in there, bud? What are you talking about, bud? I'm hearing all this movement. That you, movement is you... a garbage truck outside my house. Hey. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, I see you got a new toy. We're I, here. I do. I, uh, I, have, I have long since wanted... The ability to have like soundboards and stuff and like drops, but it wasn't possible because if I play it on this computer here, Willie doesn't hear it. Like Willie doesn't never hears the music, the intro and outro music. He just knows it's playing. So I was like, well, we can't. But then I was remembered smartphones, apps, and on my little app, I found a little air horn app, and it works like so. So this this is gonna be an integral part of the show moving forward. That goes off when I say awesome stuff. What's the protocol for that? When you say I don't know, I feel like it's one of those things you just know it when it happens. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, you'll say something ridiculous, I'll say something ridiculous. Bold predictions, who knows? But you'll say it. But Willie, this is this our hundredth episode. Is is this a time for one hundred? One hundred, and we keep it. We keeps it one hundred, as a matter of fact, perpetually. So. I don't know. Are we, are we gonna take time for sentiment? Maybe, maybe at some point. But um, by by golly, it's conference week. There's there's so much going on. I don't it's know if we March have. March the It's March the once, as my son would say, and um, that means it's it's go time. It's time you for. Tweet. We just everybody should tweet. It's March. You know how they like hold up the four symbol in football fourth quarter. Yeah. Everybody should just tweet. It's March. March. Just hold up maybe three because it's the third month. Yeah, that's good. That's a good idea. So, so where do we start? I mean, we look back at Pan Ams for for a second. I mean, the the freaking Pan Am Championships went on last week. 
um, down in Frisco. And then we got the Olympic qualifier next week. Um, any big takeaways from there? I mean, obviously, I think the biggest story from the United States perspective is James Green losing, Willie. Your thoughts there? Um, I didn't think he looked himself. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't watch his whole final. Um but I watched his semi and he didn't he didn't look sharp. Um I don't know. Maybe he's still getting adjusted to the way. I don't know. Do you think is it I don't know. I watched the match. It didn't look like a you know, he didn't have that pop or he didn't have like energy. I just feel like he was just giving up points. I don't know. I didn't know what to make of it. Other than James Green through his career has had down matches from time to time. I mean, he was third at the U.S. Open and then third at um, Worlds within the span of like three months. So maybe yep. maybe it's that. But I, I tell you what, just the 65-kilogram bracket is going to be so ridiculous. You can't have a down match. And that, that gives me some pause for, for Green I going know. forward, especially with someone like Kennedy or Metcalf that are really, really consistent. Or, you know, he gets in a shootout with um, – you know, Steber. I mean, remember trials last year? Nazar Kozicki right. almost teched him. Like, yep. he had him in a lace. And actually, I don't know if a challenge like... Was it 8-0 or 9-0? It was something like that. Like, he was almost just done. And that was at the trials. And then, you know, James Green is, is not on the world team. Doesn't get bronze. So, y- you know, you do that against not a Nazar, but maybe a Steber or... Or someone with a good lace, and, and you might just be done. Because one mistake can, can end a match and end your chance at making the Olympics. But, you know, he's he's probably not necessarily peaking for, for this tournament like he's going to for the Olympic trials. But still, we've talked about 65. It's going to be a, a ridiculous weight. I mean, they all are. When, when you have that much talent going to just a handful of weights, um, th- they're all going to be stacked this year. Except for 74, where people are kind of quickly vacating. Yeah, I mean that sixty-five is just condensed, you know, with the with the weights, right? Um, and and I mean for American fan, American fans probably can get more hyped about that than than even the Olympics because there's so many stars in it. Yeah, I mean the, most American fans aren't going to know a Togrul Asgarov or a. Yeah. You know, Romanov or whatever, who in, ever ends up going for Russia or Iran. Um, but, man, they know they know Logan Steber and Brent Metcalf and Jordan Oliver and Isaiah Martinez if he wins and uh, can make the cut down, you know? So you're, you're actually right That's about a, that. The scary thing about, scary thing about James is he's always – I don't know. I don't know how to put it. He's You have to be consistent over a lot of matches. I mean, we're talking about a guy that – Beat Frank Chimizo, right? But also lost to Kevin Lavalley. Yeah, so, yeah. So that's a big, that's a wide range of, of potential outcomes going into every match. With if you consider all those things, so yeah, I that was a big takeaway. Another, <laughs> speaking of big, um, the Cuban Yalis Bon Rodriguez wrestled at sixty five. He was at fifty seven for Worlds. So. I don't know what to make of that. He's five foot two. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I can't explain what's going on there. And when I saw that, when I saw the entries for that, uh, I mean, immediately went to Twitter. Boom! Are you kidding me? Rodriguez is wrestling sixty five. 
And some people, like Tony Rotundo tweeted back, like, yeah, so what's the big deal? He's wrestling up a weight. Uh, up a, a weight? What do you mean well, by a weight? Here's the here's the problem. Here's there was a sixty one kilogram weight class, mm-hmm. and so if Rodriguez is not going to wrestle sixty one when it's available, that means he's more than say ten pounds overweight, more than at least nine pounds overweight, right? Yeah. So. Being more than nine pounds overweight a week before weigh-ins for the, the qualifier, you have to wonder: Is he going to get down? And ten pounds isn't ridiculous, right? You can no. drop ten pounds, but you feel like if he's even close, if he's even like managing his weight, he he goes he goes sixty-one. Then again, the the more I think about it, and this is like just occurring to me, so maybe I'm a little late, but. Is it really reasonable that he would? I mean, let's let's face it. Sixty sixty one was a cut for for Bond. Um, do you want to cut weight two weeks in a row, or do you just want to get some matches in? Because really, what's I? What do you get for winning the Pan Am Championships? Right. It's really kind of a. Um, I, I don't know sure. what it means to win it. I don't, sure. So right. especially in a, an Olympic year with the qualifier the next week, right? Yeah. And so maybe it definitely took a back seat. But what I'm saying is, when I saw him. And this is why it's a big deal. Like if Bon Rodriguez wrestles sixty-five in a tournament, I don't give a, I don't give a rip. Right. But when it's a week, the reason why it gives you concern is that the, the qualifiers next week. Like I hope he doesn't wrestle fifty-seven. Uh, so Cuba Seriously. has to Cuba has to qualify the weight. They have to qualify every weight. Right. They have to qualify fifty-seven for the for the Olympics, and so do we. So mm-hmm. Tony Ramos, we're, we're all, all eyes are on Tony Ramos and what he has to do. If Bond isn't there, it's a vastly oh my gosh easier path. I mean, you can almost guarantee that we and Tony Ramos qualify for Rio. So I hope he doesn't wrestle. Same here. Same here. I mean, do I want to watch Tony wrestle – Bond again? Oh yeah, because those are oh, yeah. those Absolutely. have been really exciting matches. Um, but not really. But I, I want to. I want an Olympian at right? that weight. Like, I, it's not that. It's not that I don't want to watch Tony wrestle him. It's that if you're telling me there's going to be an easier path to qualify the way to the Olympics, I'm all in. Duh. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel the exact same way. I feel like Bond. He's a pro. He's a veteran. He's been around a while. Uh, I don't think we're gonna get that lucky there. I feel like he's gonna make it. Um, and, uh, Tony, will, he won't necessarily have to beat him, but we gotta, we gotta cross our fingers and get our knees and pray that they're not on the same side. Cause that's not ideal. Cause you got to make the finals, um, to qualify. Correct. That's my understanding. Yes, sir. So, so that's a problem, but I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I believe in Tony, but what one area I'm not as hopeful and I feel like it's been played out over time, is Herbert at 86. And I don't know why. And I don't really think I need to preface this, but I will anyways. I love Jake Herbert. We love Jake Herbert. Jake Herbert, maybe the coolest dude going right now. Great guy. But when you consider the fact that, A, Salas Perez, who he has years and years track record of not being able to beat, is going to be in the field. And when you consider that Herbert is coming off a surgery, 
Um, when you consider that Sabalos beat Salas, so the there's the Venezuelan's really good. And I'm saying, how are we going to do this? I I don't feel that confident, and it's nothing against uh, Jake. Jake's on the other side of his prime; it's inarguable. And Jake, in his prime, couldn't beat Salas. So I don't understand sending him, and I don't like the idea of well. We'll send Dake to this one overseas, or we'll send someone else to this one. Every one of these should be treated like, like it's the last yeah, chance. Right? Yep. Like you go all hands on deck every single one of these because you. This may be, and in my opinion, probably the Pan Ams. Let's face it, we got a pretty weak continental compared to compared to most. <laughs> um, and that's that's putting it lightly. I mean, it's not Africa. It's not the. You know the Oceana. Oceana, but I mean, come on. Let's face facts. It's us in Cuba and Cuba and an occasional Canadian. So this is the best opportunity. Just because it's the first one, doesn't mean. Well, we'll get we'll get them well, next we time. A, we got other chances. We'll no. send Dake to. We'll send Dake to Siberia. Yeah, let's send him to Europe. That'll be great. There yeah. won't be many good wrestlers in that tournament. No, get it done here. Win this one. At our at home in Texas, Texas is in well, America. You know I don't quite understand. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm, I'm with you because what I don't understand is, uh, wouldn't Jake? Don't you think Jake would rather have another month of recovery time? I uh, one would think. One would, one think. would think that he's just coming off surgery and April 10th instead of uh, March 8th would be better for Jake. Yeah. And he's had a lot. I mean, it's a sh- shoulder injury. This is a guy that's been battling shoulder injuries since college. Like he was gonna. I remember listening to an interview with him, and he was like, "Yeah, I was gonna after college. I was gonna get surgery, be off the map for a couple of years. But then I made the world team, got silver, and then he's like, well, 'Well, let's keep it rolling.' And then he just kind of it got put off and put off. And then he had the surgery. That's when he was out. And then he had the comeback, and he's back. And now a shoulder's hurt again." There's no guarantee it's he's going to be able to just do this tournament. I mean, we just don't know. I don't understand. You know, I get it. He maybe earned the opportunity because he was on the world team, but this is an extenuating circumstance. And I don't I don't get I I'm saying it's it's an opportunity squandered. Maybe not. I mean, all really we need is Salas to be on the opposite side and that maybe we can beat um Sabalos. Well, or that he's on the opposite right, side as maybe, well. Maybe Salas and Sabalos are the opposite side. Maybe Jake makes the finals. But, um, and, and maybe there's more to it than, like, we didn't do any digging on this. Maybe there's more to the situation. I doubt it, but uh, that could be the case. But um, if they're on the opposite side, sure, Jake Jake could probably walk into the, into the finals, but... <laughs> they might not be. But... Isn't, I mean that's the that's the chance for taking with the with a easy like. Uh, th- there's also the thing where Jake could tear his shoulder in the first match. Right, that's my thing. We don't know how sound it is. I mean, don't you think it's better for America and better for Jake both to wait another month? Yeah, and I mean, you don't get it done here. Oh. Now you're talking about tougher brackets overseas. Yes. Yes. Just That's... get it done here. Right. And I'm not com- – uh, 
Also, UWW, we need separation or seating. Stop it. Come on. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. What are we doing? I mean, how, how can we... I get it. All right. We've talked about this before. I get it. The best guy is going to win. That's not the point. The point isn't the best guy is going to win, Willie. Do you understand that? That's not the point of the tournament. If the point was, let's just have the best guy win, why do we televise it? Why do we stream it? Why is it a big deal? Why do we talk about it? Let's just, A, the best guy won. The point is, there should be a natural build to the best guys. And Sargush and Burroughs shouldn't wrestle in round two. Okay? Or round one. Franklin Gomez, the world finals... Franklin Gomez and Beza Kadukov should not happen in round one of the Olympics, okay? We're, we're shooting ourselves in the foot there. So that's that's maybe another discussion for another day. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you do know, Willie, because you – why do we do who's number one I know. With, it's a different venue. Well, I, no, it's not. I could talk about this for a half hour. Do we really want to do this? No. No. I made, right. I made the only point that – that is uh, relevant. No, so we can no, move no, on. no, no, no. You, no, you and Nomad can kill seating and uh, us with no, uh, discretion. No, no, no. I'm not on the Nomad train with the kill seating universally. I'm just uh, uh, international competitions. A uh, uh, world and Olympic, maybe. I, I just don't. You know, you could make a whole thing about it. You could make You could make the sport better and bigger if you did it right. Like, if there was really the production of it was right, like, could you imagine at, like, weigh-ins would be a cool thing. Like, the, 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 the pulling of the numbers. You could do a whole show on that. Oh, my God, the anticipation. And, I, like, that's how I get. That's how you get, Christian, when you were at Worlds, behind the scenes. Yeah. At weigh-ins, the whole, you know, everybody's crowding around these screens. There's anticipation. There's, like, who, who's going to get who? You're trying to build the bracket in your brain. Um, if that was, if, if wrestling were the NFL, right, you'd have three guys, right? We'd have me, you and Brock in a studio with cameras on the, on the draws with cameras on the electronic numbers and having a whole show about it in real time as it's going, you can, you can do some really, really cool stuff with that. Yeah. I don't disagree with that, but the NFL doesn't have the Panthers and Broncos play in round one. Yeah, but you're discounting. I can't believe we're getting into this so long. You're discounting. You cannot seed properly with these countries. It would take four days and people would die. <laughs> Someone would get killed. I guarantee. I promise you. All of it would be open. It, it, it would be massive um, arguing and what's the criteria? I, I, all right, here. Board. Here's what I'm saying. I'm 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 for simplicity. I'm not for seeding 16 guys. Can we get world champs, world medalists, somewhat separated? You know, opposite sides, opposite you know quarters. I I, I understand that. Something I simple. Understand, I understand that, but then you're going down a slippery slope. It's not that slippery. Nope. Yeah, because then there's four medalists, there's four returning world medalists in your bracket. Where do you put them? And then the well, there's guys, four quarters, so that's convenient. Yeah, the, then the guys complaining that well, he should be on this side of the bracket, and if he's on, I'm telling you, you go down a slippery slope. Don't I? Don't find it any slipperier than than the current state we're in. Whatever. I didn't want to get into that whole thing. Yeah, you don't. There, there's shit, please. You don't. 
please. You don't want this problem. All right. Um, so yeah, that's button, button me, button me for the first time. No, no, no. You can't ask for it. That's rule one. That's well, rule one. Well, I mean, we're 18 minutes into the show, and I've had zero buttons. All right. Well, maybe you need to start spitting more hot fire. Okay. Let's go. Hey, Big Ten preseason. You want to go? You want to go Big Tens? Well, it's conference. It's conference week, Christian Piles. For real, 100. percent And we got Big Twelves. We got EIWAs. Yeah, we're streaming those. Live on Flow. That's turn up. Yep, fired up for those. I'm going to EIWAs. So are I'm you? EIWAs too. Sending the A team. <laughs> A team. A squad. Squad up. Actually, we're kind of got multiple A teams this week. Um, we got a great time. We got a great team of Big Twelves. For sure. For sure. So, where you want to start, man? Where you want to go? Well, uh, I think Big I think, Big Ten's dropping the preseeds. That's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty I think, tight. I think we start with Big Tens first because there's preseeds, right? It's weird because I was like, man, can't wait to see these preseeds. Can't wait. I can't wait till the preseeds come out. I saw the preseeds. I'm like, uh, duh. There's like nothing surprising, really. No, I did. I thought they were. I thought they were pretty good. I think there's some really pretty juicy matchups, though. Um, early, of some, course, there, of course, some really good quarters. And you like the visual of how it comes out, but it's pretty. Um, they did a good job, right? Yeah, I mean, I've I have no complaints. I'm glad they use good discretion with Snyder, putting him at the two, uh, or at least having him opposite Kuhn. Um, that was smart, despite his. Lack of matches. Now that that brings up a, a question: What are they going to do with him at? And we talked about this, but let's talk about it again. It's the this is the biggest story in NCAA wrestling right now. This is the Snyder quiz, uh, that two eighty five dynamic. I think is the biggest story. I mean, a freaking world champion coming up a weight, looking to stop history. Um, after yeah, it's just insane. And with so few matches, you know, Snyder could be could hit him in the quarters for all we know. And I guess we'll learn a lot here at Big Tens. But just just watching, seeing the problems that Ty Walls gives Kuhn, low ankle stuff, high crotch. I'm thinking this is a bad matchup for for Kuhn. But mm. the, but then I remember that Ty Walls is probably 25 pounds bigger than Snyder. So, so I don't know. But I, I do feel in my heart of hearts that it's a bad matchup for, for Kyle. Your thoughts? Or first, Kuhn. Excuse me. I misspoke. Well, yeah. You know, Kyle's or, – or Walls is smaller than Kuhn. And Snyder's smaller than Walls. So Kuhn's going to be a lot – Yes. What, what do you think? Kuhn goes 260. 275? Nah, it's 260, 265. Well, one thing – I don't know how how so much or tall. how often. It's gonna look comical when they wrestle. Remember last, not last summer, the summer before. Uh, yeah, the summer before. The Coon and Snyder were on the same junior world team. I wonder if they rolled a bit. Oh, for sure, they so had to have. It's not like they, they, they yeah. had a, they got a feel for each other. Right, right, and now since then, Snyder is you know. Really up. I mean, he he was bronze that year at Junior Worlds, and then the next year he's a senior world champion. I I just I, man, it's a black and white kind of yin and yang kind of match. Right? Kuhn Kuhn is upper body. underhooks, couple bodies, and Snyder's low ankle leg attacks, and 
just a just a different different matchup. And you I th- know, and go ahead. And Stoll is a big boy that wrestles the same way, kind of as Kuhn. I, I, I'm not saying that Stoll's going to be problems for Snyder, but it's definitely along the same vein. Yeah. Oh yeah, upper body underhooks. I mean, I mean, Stoll Stoll relies a lot on getting you out of position, using his size forward, forward, forward. This may sound you know, weird, but I think Stoll's legs are actually a little harder to get to than Kuhn's. I feel like Kuhn will leave him out there a little bit more. I feel like yeah. Stoll's, it's weird. I mean, Adam Kuhn is like a freak athlete, but I, guys have a hard time getting to Stoll's legs if you're not named Gwiz. But Snyder will get the legs on both. I think he'll score on both. And Who would you say moves their feet better? Between, between Kuhn and Stoll, who moves their feet better? Who has better footwork? Is it? Is it? I that gotta Stoll say, has, I can't say. I can't say. It, Stoll is has it that better. Stoll has better footwork, or is that Stoll uses positioning better that and better defense? I can't say that Stoll has better footwork than Kuhn. I can't go there. Um, I don't know. I've watched a lot of Stoll. I've watched a lot of Stoll. I haven't seen guys get to his ankles very much. And when, but but no one, no one Kuhn level. Um, Snyder level has wrestled him either. Hey, you know what? You gotta, you gotta kind of give a shout out to Sammy Stoll. We kind of I mean, have been for a while. I don't look, man. He didn't have a great uh, redshirt year, and man, he's he's up there. He's doing good now. The question is, how healthy is he? Everyone's freaking out about that his injury wrestling Nick Gwizdowski, and I don't know how. I'm assuming he's healthy. He's registered you know he's listed here in the pre-seed so obviously they're planning on him wrestling but man that's problematic if he's not clicking but yeah shout out to him i think so let's fast forward can we fast forward i say snyder hey, how many do they got how many heavyweight has what seven in the big 10 yes correct and two of them are going to be poached or attempt to be poached by snyder and nevels yeah and i think they will be personally I think they will be two. Certainly by Snyder. Neville's the eight against Kuhn. I don't think that's an ideal scenario. Um, no. You're going to have to win some wrestleback matches. That's a tough. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. That's I mean, a tough quarter. Although, you know, you, you can't really justify anything higher for Nick. No. I mean, the alternative is, I mean, if he got the seven seed, it'd be Snyder. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I I like Nick better than against Kuhn than Snyder. Though I you don't feel really great about either of those. Okay, so so Snyder wins here. What does the NCAA do with him? Can you put him at the two or three? I think you can give him the three. Can you justify the three seed? I think it's justifiable. I mean, I don't know. It's not the NCAA. It's the seeding committee, right? Well. You know, they're kind of governed by, you know, the matrix and all this stuff that's kind of outside of, you know, the coaches' rankings a component. Um, so that'll be good if they can get it right and put him at three or two. And then between that, winning Big Tens, being undefeated, he hopefully would be able – I mean, I just don't want to see Snyder and Gwiz on the same side. That That's my thing. Are you, are you with that? Snyder and Gwiz. Yeah, they got to make that for the finals. You got to make that for the finals, even if. I mean, I don't know how they would do it, but even if, if Snyder would be the. 
what would it be? The six or something? Yeah, exactly. Like Jimmy it so that okay, you can't give him a top five, four or five seed, but don't give him the four or the five. Give him yeah. the six so he's still opposite. But I they can't do that. Um, but there's really no like. You, the, he can't win the Big Ten and then get the six seed. Right, right. So it's tough. They're going to be in a tough spot. Hopefully, I think we all hope he's away from Quizdowski. So, oddly enough, we focus on heavyweight. Uh, other that, other weight classes. Um, it's not that odd. It's not that odd. You know, I, we never focus on heavyweights. We should. So. I love I love I love heavyweights. Um, Nico Gilman potential semi. How how much of an advantage is being the one seed at one twenty five? Holy yeah. cow. Tomasello gets the winner of Lambert and Oliver. Yes. Yeah. Sean McCabe, probable quarter. Um, 133. Richards will have a Bruno Malone winner and a potential Clark Conway semi. Yeah, but keep an eye out for Ryan Taylor there um, at the six. Hey, what's your. Yes. I know. And also, don't don't discount JDJ Clark. I mean, JDJ not been himself. I don't think he's looked good. I don't think he's gonna beat Clark, but you know he's beaten him before, so you can't discount that. Yeah. What's your thoughts on Gaska at the five? Can Gaska can Gaska go with Micah Jordan? Nah. Nah. I don't think so. No. Okay. But he'll probably. He's a good chance he beats Oster. Boy, that's not a great weight. How about Micah Jimmy? Micah Jimmy. Quarter. That's uh if I'm that's Ohio State, I'm like, dang, that ain't that's not ideal. That's not ideal. That's not ideal at all. I mean if I'm uh if I'm a Penn State coach, which that would be a disaster, I'd be like, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, come here a second, bud. So listen listen up. Lend, lend me your ear. You got a plan? Got a plan. Got a plan for you. Hear me out. So the thing when you shoot on Micah Jordan, it has not gone well. But he could not shoot and score on you. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's talk about the mat. You wrote him out like crazy, my man. Okay, he couldn't get out. He wasn't really ever close. You were controlling his wrist. Good job by you. You got out on bottom on him. See which way I'm going with this, Jimmy? I think we got we to gotta keep, uh, keep our bullets in the chamber here. Let's get it to the mat. Let's do it that way. You smell when I'm stepping in, Jimmy? Christian Piles. Are, are you down with this? So, are you down with this plan? Associate head coach. Associate head coach. <laughs> 149 now. Oh, nothing? You're not giving me anything there? Yeah, great. I mean, give me the button. Give yourself the button. No, no, I'm saying is that a good plan? That's a great plan, Christian. Is that what you would tell? Uh, a, a guy looking for an upset? I think it's fair. Mm. Yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, I thought Jimmy wrestled pretty good last time against him. Yeah. I mean, I th- I saw more energy out of him. It's I don't know with Jimmy. It's where he at where is it, where he's at in his arc, right? Like sometimes he's and 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 with everybody. Yeah. But Jimmy Jimmy more he seems more temperamental. Um, if he's clicking, he can beat anybody. For sure. For sure. Um, one forty nine. Suflon gets the three ahead of Sertzis and Pantaleo. Sertzis, Pantaleo, quarter winner gets Zane. Ouch. Uh, Rutherford, or excuse me, Sorensen, Suflon. How do you see that going? 
I don't know. Sorensen's been so darn solid. I mean, yeah. he doesn't give up scores. Yeah, you, really... and and Sufla and everything I've watched this year, he he's busy, he's active, he's funky enough that he gets to legs. I, he just he can't finish. Yeah, he can could be Sorensen. I think it's a bad matchup. Bad matchup. Hey, one cool thing about 157 is there is absolutely nothing that can prevent a Nolf Imar rematch. Not ba even. No. Barring no. catastrophic injuries or right. an earthquake in Iowa, I don't see anything remotely resembling um, stopping that match from happening. So we're going to get Imar Nolf 2. Richie Lewis comes at you on Twitter. What'd you say? I can't wait till Richie Lewis comes Come at you on Twitter for this stop. comment. Stop. 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 Why? Why are you? Why are you stirring up that hornet's nest? It's I love Rutgers. I love Rutgers. I, I didn't say you didn't love Rutgers. I'm just saying Richie Lewis likes to come at you on Twitter sometimes. That's okay. That's okay. I hope he does it again. <laughs> I encourage anybody to go at Christian Piles on Twitter, especially at <laughs> first one, first career button, uh, one sixty five Isaac Bow. Hey, what's? Yeah. I don't know what's breaking up. You know. Those those are pretty good semis. Actually, Welch Parati's a cool quarter. How about Penn State going with Morelli? Just just I guess Shakur cannot they just can't tr I don't know if trust is the right word, but he's so darn big. He's gonna go up several weight classes next year, I believe. Oh, he's going. It's going he's gonna be the backup for Neville's. Neville's goes <laughs> down again. Shakur, you're in, bud. Well, uh I don't know. I I picked Isaac the first time. I'll take him this time. Oh uh, yeah, him I'm, I'm done. I'm done picking Bo against Isaac. That was a, that was the most lopsided like five two six two win I've ever seen in my life. It was yeah. like six three or six four. It was, that was bad. I I don't think he'll ever beat him. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I don't think so either. Oh, I mean, maybe they won't wrestle after this season, but um, with Bo potentially moving up. But I don't know. The Morelli, the Morelli, um, Rashid thing, I think maybe you got to worry about making weight three days. And, and, and Morelli, Morelli's, you know, maybe a six where if Rashid's clicking on all cylinders, he's an eight, but uh -huh. he also has the potential to be a four. Right. right? So. My, my Well, my thing with that has always been, well, if he makes it three days, he all American. So, you know, yeah, I'm not, I'm not so much worried about that. But I mean, that Saturday morning or yeah, Friday you're right. morning, you're right. you know, what I mean, but I, I get, I get why they're going with him. I get why they're all going. All right, seventy four, no bickle. Yeah, there's people, there's people on the Iowa board saying that Myers deserved a one seed because he was undefeated in the conference. Congratulations. I mean, that's, that's that's ridiculous. I actually, so I saw the pre-seeds. Obviously, I didn't memorize them immediately. Then I actually saw some chatter about Meyer. I was like, oh, I wonder what Meyer got. Maybe he got like the five or something. I'm like, he got the two? What What's going on? So, I mean, honestly, you, they should yeah. be, they should actually be excited about that. That draw is better than, I don't know, I think that's a better draw than, Bo, Bo has a tough draw. He's going to get either a guy that's beaten him or a guy that has given him tough matches in miles. Well, Meyer, Meyer get Wanzik. Wanzik and then Brunson, who he beat. Um, mm -hmm. He kind of carvered him, but he beat him. 
got his hand raised. That's what matters. So yeah, that's probably best case scenario. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, here's here's the thing. I said, well, if you think he should be the one, then I guess you probably think he's gonna win the tournament, right? So what's it's not really gonna matter. Yeah. So Meyer will just win it, and then it won't really matter if he's if he's truly deserving of the one seat. He'll just win the tournament, and then you know it won't matter. Uh, Eighty four. Abinader McCutcheon. Oh my gosh. Ravina Quartz. Kepke Christensen. Anybody can win this one. Well, inaccurate. Um, not, <laughs> not anyone. Ryan Christensen. Uh, I don't know. Abinader McCutcheon. Here's who can. Here's who can. I'll just tell you this. Abinader McCutcheon. Brooks. Dudley, okay, those four. I'm not gonna go Gravina, but Gravina and Quartz. Could... Love Gravina. I love you know I love. I'm on the Gravina train, aka the gravy train. I like him a lot. He wrestled Nate Brown really tough. I don't know if he cut that match. Kind of questionable. So he looked good there. Uh, but I will say, I'll say this. Obviously, Quartz and Gravina have potential to beat any of those top four guys. So, but I don't think they can string a whole tournament together. They can win an isolated match over a potential Big Ten champ, but they're not going to win two or three of those matches in a row, if that makes sense. I believe that it does. You feel me? I feel you. I feel those feels. Um, how healthy is McCutcheon? How healthy is um? I think he's. I think he's fine. That's my understanding. I think it's okay. Um, Coach Sanderson said in the press conferences he's fine. Um, no big deal. I wonder if he's going to go sans ginormous knee brace here on out. Because um, that might just be causing – I mean, that's how he got hurt initially because Boyd yeah. kind of – Boyd didn't intentionally grab it to score, but it was – you know, that's where his hand goes. I, I kind of – when you're wrestling a guy wearing a monstrosity like that, I, your, your hand's going to end up in a – I don't know. It's it's kind of different. So I, di- I didn't really feel like Boyd was – Trying to hurt McCutcheon, though maybe some people would disagree. I don't think he. I don't think. I don't he think did. he was either. No. One ninety-seven. Macintosh, real comfortable jeans. <laughs> Nick and Burak, Max Huntley. There we go. Um, Macintosh. Macintosh. I'm interested in the Far Burak rematch, as that one ended in controversy last time, which I said it was the right call, and then I kind of backtracked and said, well, actually, maybe Burak. Did get that takedown at the end. Redacted. So, I don't know. Um, but McIntosh will handle whoever stands in his path. As he's he been, looks darn good. I mean, he's, he's uh, you know, he's in Hodge contention. You know? Uh, he won't win it. He doesn't quite have the bonus numbers. But, do, I mean, he's on the precipice of an undefeated NCAA season. Now, this Jaden Cox guy, he's got plans. And uh, he's historically owned that, that. Well, yeah, it's like, I mean, don't you... It's like anything, right? Like one guy appears to be the guy, but he's like the favorite, right? And he has a head-to-head win over him, the last head-to-head win. But, it's, you know, it's not a surefire thing. Correct. Um, so we already talked about heavyweight. Let's talk about, real quick, team race. I know what you're going to say, but we have to talk about it anyway. No way anything happens at Penn State doesn't win this. Um, well, if anything was ever going to happen where Penn State could be in danger, it'll be here, right? Like, yeah. that's that's the way it works. At conferences, your elite, elite talents don't shine quite as brightly, and guys that aren't super elite can still make the finals. Guys that aren't going to place can make the finals. 
right or win um so it's just different but that doesn't happen at NCAA so you know if Ohio State or Iowa have a really nice tournament they could hence the problem I, I just want to throw this in there hence the problem with high school rank, uh team rankings because the tournament the size of the tournament and the field of the tournament is so vastly different with every tournament yeah correct just throw it there. So I think obviously Penn State, but I think if it's going to happen, if anyone's going to contend, if anyone's going to make them sweat, it'll be here. But I don't see that happening. Yep. Okay. We are now. The rest of oh, Big Twelves. Okay. When, when can we expect? When can we expect preseeds for that? You have any idea? I haven't heard. I know EIWA's Thursday. Uh, I know ACC brackets coming out today. I'm man. I I wish these ACC should have went to should go to the first weekend with with yeah Pac-12. man I, we talked about this last year man I want to dude ACCs are in Charlottesville NC State versus Virginia Tech that team race is gonna be epic and I'm gonna be falling now, on my darn phone what I have what I've heard you know years ago when I said years ago I was like why why do all the conferences wrestle on one weekend but Pac 12s wrestle the week before and the, what I was told was it was a Officials? It was because of the officials. That makes no um, sense. Well, there was the lack of officials. You need, you need. I don't know. It was about numbers. It was about the numbers of NCA Division One wrestling officials. Huh. Um. That being said, but that makes no sense because they're all in one weekend. That's when you're using the most officials. If you spread it out, some you could use. One official no, for no, two that, different I'm weekends. I'm saying that's why I heard. No, that's why I heard Pac-12s was a week before. Oh, okay. You can move one off of it. Okay, I so feel you. Official. So, but regardless, it would be cool if there was other conferences. You know, split them up. Two. You know, have two on one weekend or three on three last weekend, and then the rest this weekend. I don't know, but then you're going three weeks without competition. Yeah. That's like a month. Okay, so yeah, I don't know. I would like, I would prefer that, but I don't so, know. So you know, EIWA's what Thursday, precedes? Yes. Mm, so we don't know Big Twelves. Um. Any intel on Moisey? Uh, a little, just that he will be back, but may just do the weigh-in default out of Big Twelves. The Big 12 championships. That would be a, a bit of a disappointment. But, um, I mean, not as disappointing heard, as having him completely out of the uh... – I heard a funny story this weekend. Oh, I like funny stories. I was at – so right after – every year, national preps, uh, finals. I was doing national preps. I was doing – so their, their finals every year are at end about 2 o'clock. So at 2 o'clock, we wrap up, and I shoot across town. Every year, it's a pretty cool tradition. Shoot across town, and I go to a District 11s in, in PA. Um, really good district as far as small district qualifiers go. And But anyway, Zeke Moisey's, Zeke Moisey's brother was in the finals. Cade. And, uh, Cade, and obviously his mother and father were there, and I was talking to Zeke's mother and and – she asked me if I saw the video of Zeke, and I said, I said, yeah, I said, I feel bad for him. And she said that when Zeke did that, 
you know, they get up, went to the corner, and he said, he asked Sammy, <laughs> he asked Sammy, should I just finish, should I at least finish out the match? <laughs> and Sammy looked at him like, yeah, maybe you should. And then was like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. What the heck? You know, that's that, that's that mentality Sammy has. Wrestlers, wrestlers, wrestlers. My wrestlers. So, Moisey, uh, possibilities back. I don't know. Look gruesome. Um, Crutchmer, apparently. Apparently. Apparently, I was crying. <laughs> apparently, Crutchmer's out, right? Roger's in? That's what That's what I heard. That's what I heard. That's who um, Oklahoma State, I think, sent to be ranked for the coaches ranking or whatever. So, okay, and, and Weigel at 97. Weigel, yep. All right. So that's that's the that's the low down down low that I got. That's the scoops. What would you pick if Rogers in, in at seventy four? Rogers, Reed, Stroh. Who you got? Rogers. Rogers. All day. And actually, it's interesting because Stroh beat him, but then he won the rematch, and Rogers is just better. Rogers is better than all those guys. Um, he's my Maybe pick, more- but he's not. Um, Crutchmer is not Crutchmer is way more upset proof than than Chandler is. Yeah. You kind of I mean when when you got um, high flyer really like want, that. I really want to get into the Big 12s, but I guess we'll, we'll do that. We can hopefully do. the hopefully the seeds come out and we can really dig into it on Thursday. For sure. Um, we could dig. We can go now. We know that we know the contenders. It's up to you though. What hey, what? So Pac-12s have already been done any anything that came out of pack 12s that is noteworthy uh i mean desi won not that it's not not that it's not noteworthy but um things that it, it went, sort of went to plan more or less i mean shram beating bresser is a uh, uh is an upset but not not really an upset bresser's had a better year but shram beat him earlier so Kind of one of those deals. So Shram looking good coming in. Uh, he wins again. Desi wins heavyweight, which was yeah. by far the best weight. Um, outplacing Hall and beating Butler, etc. So feel good about Desi. Jim, kind of Jim rebound. Wilson won his third. Yes, he's won three packed. That's packed, darn packed. impressive, isn't it? That's a lot. Of, that's a lot. That's that's three. That's a lot. He's good. He's been really solid for a couple of years. He's also a junior? Is that right? Yeah, I think so. So he can win four, which is actually more than three. Not, so that's not even possible. That's even better. Um, so yeah, that was the Pac twelves. Nothing major going going on there as far as upsets go. Kind of things more or less held. All right. So um did you we'll get into uh, maybe some some high school stuff, I let's, guess. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, at least at least one thing, right? Um, Reed and Singletary. Did you have you? Did you see that match? I did. I did. I kind of I skimmed because I was doing other things, but I saw the the final takedown. Um, yeah, man, it's it's tough to combat that size. I mean, hats off to Blair, first of all, getting it done, winning yeah. the title. Um, they are. Uh, can we say this? Are they the National champions? Oh, they're the national champions. Does I mean, St. Paris Graham have a gripe? Maybe. Maybe. Um, 
Sure, they they could feel like maybe I I don't know though. Will a banner got, be hung? They got they got swamp at Iron Man. Swamp, right? I I don't know. It's tough. Um, I'm not. I don't want to be completely dismissive of them because they won the duel. But it, you know, it was I think eight six in matches. Um, but I don't think they did enough, right? I don't think they did as much as Blair did. If you consider, if you consider that Blair has one win against Graham mm-hmm. in a tournament format, and Graham has one win against Blair in a dual format, and then look at outside body of work. I mean, right? It's not even close. Right. So those two negate. So who did more? Blair. Right. Done. There's no. I'll tell you right now. St. Paris Graham, there, you have no gripe that is legitimate. Okay, how's that? Yeah. And, and so, so Seminary beat Seminary beat Graham by a ton of points at Iron Man, and since that time, Blair has beat them twice. Right. Correct. So there you go. There you have it. Blair Academy. But, uh, as, as far as you know, here's another thing. Last year. I don't know that I saw the in-season development of the Blair guys. Like I thought that they held, you know, I thought they were held to their abilities. Um, where in the past, maybe, you know, Buxton would, they, they, they'd show improvement throughout the year and like they'd elevate. I don't think I saw that last year. This year it's there. You can tell that these guys, you know, Antonelli's whatever Antonelli's doing, they're buying in. The system's working. Uh, they elevated. Those guys elevated. Guys like, I mean, even the guys that were expected to win looked better. The guys that weren't expected to win placed higher than they were supposed to. You got a guy like Mike Madera that didn't even start in the beginning of the year looked really good. Carolly jumped levels. Uh, Marola, geez, Marola throughout the year certainly jump levels so maybe it took a, a year another year but they're you know they're, Antonelli's doing good things there for sure for sure great program there um but yeah this this everyone's talking about the singletary renin the size difference how ridiculous it was but man i mean what yeah what, and i got emails too i, I got but you know what that's something renin's been able to deal with before i, I mean, got, he I beat got sammy colbray you know mm-hmm I got emails before, like, um, I mean, before the show, saying from both sides. Well, you know, Renan was really small. That was obvious. And then the other side, you know, Renan's not that big. Uh, I mean, Singletary's not that big. Uh, you know, a loss is a loss. Look, Singletary's humongous. Let's be honest. Uh and I am taking absolutely nothing away from Singletary because I have been You've probably been... the highest on Singletary of any like ranker of any analyst. I've been super high on Singletary. I am not discounting Singletary winning twice. Um, I, I'm not taking anything away from him. But it's hard. Okay, Reed and weighed in at 77. Hmm. Right? Reed and weighed in at... 76 or 77 or 78 at, at um, who's number one and wrestled Colbray when it was plus five and Colbray weighed 200 pounds on the dot. Right. Um, you know, so 
Renan's been going up, and he and it's it's really hard. How can you? Um, it, it's really hard when there's a like Singletary's like a ten, you know, and and Renan's a ten, and giving up twenty five pounds. Can't do it. It's Can't. really tough. Yeah. So I mean, if you watch the match, uh, Renan wrestled as tough, as hard, as as well as maybe I've ever seen, but it was just too much. Yeah, too big of an ask. And and hopefully he starts wrestling in more reasonable weight classes as th- his competition's going to improve. He's going to college. He's got major international goals. He's really good in freestyle and Greco. Um, so he, he needs to find a weight that's, you know, you can't give up that kind of weight to an Iranian or a Russian. And uh, I mean, he's a 65-pounder. If he was in college, he was a 65-pounder. Yeah, I mean, he walks around eating hot dogs, at, and you know, it weighs 177 pounds. Yeah, so are you are you gonna finally come to your senses with this pound for pound thing with him? I mean, I, I love Nick Renan, but this this is this, we need changes here, right? What are you talking about? Isn't he still in your pound for pound? Why would he not be? You you're not gonna drop you drop Dayton Fix for losing to. They- Dane Fix lost at his weight. Ho, 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 ho. No, you don't get it. This is his weight. This is the way he wrestles at. It's obviously not his weight. When's it's, the last time? When's the last time? Uh, <laughs> it's not his weight? What are you talking about? It's the weight he went all year. He wrestled 82 this year. Some. But I no, you don't, you don't get to play it like that. Of course you do. Oh, my gosh. Of course you do. You are... Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So what was who's number one? That was at 95. Who's yeah. number one was at 95? Sure. What did he wrestle Iron Man at? 95. Okay. So, so every major tournament he wrestled at 95? No, 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 no. No, no, no. he wrestled 82. Unbelievable. He wrestled 82 at Iron Man. Unbelievable, Willie. You can't say pound for pound, and then when the kid actually wrestles a pound for pound thing, say, "Well, that's a loss." Yeah, you can't. It's not. He's the only, Nick Renan's the only one that wrestles pound for pound. Oh my gosh! What do you mean, Nick Renan's the only one that wrestles pound for pound? Name another guy that bumped up twenty five pounds. Uh, so, so he gets. Name another guy. So you just Name get that. to keep bumping up. You just get to bump up, and you never drop. You just never drop. Just bump up. Just bump up. Dayton fix. Don't th- never mind your wrestling way better competition always. You punish so so you're talking about you should. It's uh, not up a weight. He competes at 195. It's not up a weight. I'm sorry, he's light. That's his choice. It's not. It's yeah. Really, it's not really his choice. It's oh he could Nick Renan couldn't wrestle 182. Nick Renan couldn't wrestle 170. Absolute, the, absolutely, absolutely he could. It was. Do you understand the mechanics of Blair of uh, Sam's team? Yeah. Yeah. What's what's his face? Um. Their their eighty two is really good. He wouldn't beat Singletary, but get but either did Nick. He has beaten Singletary. So why did they? So that seems like a strange choice. Well, I don't know. Talk to Scott Green, not me. No, but Nick I, Green is not a ninety five pounder. You, you don't get to say that. You don't get to say that. I, I do. Christian, he wrestled eighty two this year. Unbelievable. So you can just. I can't believe this. I don't. Yeah. Understand. I mean. Dayton, I will never, ever understand how you can ignore what Dayton's done. I'll never understand. How do you fix 
Vader, I'm ignoring what Dayton has done. He he is the most he has the most elite wins of anyone in the country. Absolutely true. And that is done through wrestling. He doesn't have a. I I don't get it. I mean, the guy's losing matches, losing matches. You lose, you drop. You lose, you drop. I've heard you say that a thousand times. You lose, your, well, if you're wrestling up a weight, well, up a weight. He wrestled who's number one, one ninety five. Up a weight. I mean, what what does up a weight mean? I mean, I he's choosing to wrestle at this weight. Um, it's that's the that's his weight Seth, class. That's Seth his weight class. Ninety five pounder. Where do you have him ranked? I have him ranked at uh, 82. You have him ranked at 82, even though he wrestles there once a year? He didn't wrestle there once a year. He wrestled there half the season. Uh, Including the biggest tournament of the year. What's that? Iron Man. Well. uh, And and Super 32. Okay. Which is scratch weight, by the way. All right. All right. I, I... I'll never understand it. Free date and fix. My goodness gracious. It's a kid got to do. Wrestles everywhere. Beats everyone. I, I, I can't one, I, I get you saying one. free date and fix. I get the rest of the country saying I have a freaking love affair with date and fix. Well, you don't. You don't. He should yeah, be. I know. I know. I know. You don't. You're hating on him. You're hating on him. Hard. I'm hating on date and fix. That is the biggest crock of crap I ever heard. Hey. I'm upset. I'm upset. Give me, just give me the sound. Give me the button. No. You can't ask for it. Stop asking for it. Stop asking for it. I will never, ever, ever. That's not how it works. All right. Hey, let's wrap up by talking about, um, you know, last week we haven't done a show for a week, but there was a lot of controversy around the process of the selection process of the duels. Um, and I don't want to, you know, we're ending with it because I don't want to belabor it. We've talked about it often but um some of the coaches went on on takedown radio and discussed it and it was just a really odd show in my opinion i i thought it was i thought it was weird i thought the interviewer interviewers were weird i thought the coaches that were on it gave weird answers i i keep going i mean what were your thoughts about it i mean yeah i i thought I was surprised as, I mean, you and, and me to an extent maybe have, have kind of labeled them as b- Iowa homers, right? I mean, I, I very rarely, and, I very rarely, if ever, listen to that show. But I, I got some stuff that was like, hey, you should listen to, you should listen to what this they just said on the show. Yeah, that's how and, that's how I came across it as well. Um, but yeah, the, they're they're Iowa homers, but they really, they were. All right, let's say this. They were more concrete about um, and and about what the Brands Brothers did than anyone has ever been in wrestling media. They yeah. de- they definitively said, Takedown Radio definitively said that Tom and Terry Brands refused to wrestle Virginia Tech. They said facts are facts. Flow Wrestling has never ever ever oh, no. gone that far. Oh, no. ever. That, that's what I'm saying. So weird about the show. Right, let me let me point out the weirdness of this show. So. Scott Casper and Tony Hager, you know, they're usually – all right, let's start with Casper. Casper is usually a guy who has guests and are and, – and he's really – Fluffs them up. His word, he, he panders to them, right? He, he, he fluffs them up. He pats them on the back. 
but he rarely takes a stance. He's very not non-controversial. And that he was the complete opposite in this show, which is why I'm saying it's weird. It was actually refreshing, right? It's right. like, I don't know if I agree with him. I, I, I know I don't agree with him, but um, he took a hard line stance and he was really bullish and he was really, um, so that was different. That was kind of weird. That, that kind of like made me say, huh, that's, that's, that's different. And then you, and then Tony Hager, who I've always said is like, you know, he's an Iowa guy. He loves Iowa and there's very, there's a very thin veil that he doesn't like Iowa. Uh, that he's not for pro Iowa. And he, you know, the whole panel uh, of interviewers was like critical of Tom Brands. So I thought that was weird. Again, refreshing, but different, right? Yeah. Um. So that was weird. And then he talked. So so they called out the Brands for not wrestling Virginia Tech, and they said facts are facts. And and so on the show was Tom Ryan, J Rob, and Kevin Dresser, and none of them disputed none of them said otherwise you know the the people on the show the panel on the show is saying facts are facts the brand brother you know refused to wrestle Virginia Tech none of those coaches disputed that but yet Tom Ryan was upset with us for even suggesting that we never said facts are facts yeah we said it appears that this happened we didn't even say that we just went by what other people said right right This, this happened this happened and there are people accusing the brands brothers of not wanting to wrestle Virginia tech. That's all. That's all we said, I, I, you know, that people have said this and Tom Ryan and NWCA kind of didn't like that. We were saying that, but yet they have this show and they say facts are facts and they're all, they they're, don't dispute it. They're all good with it. They're so just like matter of factly. Well, this happened. Tom and Terry refused to wrestle Virginia tech. Like we never have went that far, but they're, not upset about that, but they're—I I don't understand. It's—it was just a little inconsistent for me, and I have no—I have no issue with them saying that. Um, obviously, we feel like we did more than our due diligence, um, more so than maybe even TDR did about you know actually acquiring facts. So I feel like we we did the most accurate job, and we can't even make that. I can't say facts are facts. I don't—I don't know the facts. I don't know what happened, right? Yeah. I, I just think it's weird that. So then they so they go with the brands. They they're matter of factly that right. They go with the brands, which then, is a character for them. Then they go after Kale. Yeah, they went and, after Kale and, pretty hard. And I don't understand. I don't understand what they were going after Kale for. Um, they said take their ball and go home. If you know if it's not the matchups they won or something like that. And the only thing that I could think of was that last year. Last year, Kale wasn't in the national duels. Wasn't participating in the national duels, the advancement, which has been the case format since ever. I mean, Kale's they just don't do it. Penn State hasn't done it. Why are they Why are they upset with that now? I mean, well, another side note is that they were they were critical, especially when J Rob came on. They were critical of Penn State not sharing the gate. Yeah, like not sharing the attendance. I don't honestly understand that aspect at all. I mean, I don't. Well, that, that, should they? The thing. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is proven. It is. It's proven to work in other sports where you revenue share and it lifts all boats. 
right? right. However, do we know definitively that the Kale, uh, that Penn State shared none of the money? I don't know that. I mean, they say that. I don't know if it's true or not. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's true. What I do know is true is that next year when the Big Ten schools go to the non-Big Ten schools, the non-Big Ten schools will keep their money. So, it, yeah. you know, it doesn't go to the NWCA. Maybe that's what they're mad at. It doesn't go to the NWCA. Yeah, perhaps that's true. Maybe that's um, it. But but, uh, but next year it goes to the non-Big Ten schools. So what's the what's your problem? I, I, yeah, that's yeah. the way it goes. Um, uh, so, yeah. but then they were also – I didn't understand. They were so upset that Kale and, and Cody wouldn't come on the show. Like, well, that, that's a that's a byline, right? Like, or that's a that's a sideline. So, uh, well, yeah, but we're talking to the general weirdness of the show. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it was like it was like Kale and Cody owed them something. Like they right, had a, so, they so had a right they, to them. Like I've never felt start, that way. Yeah, when they start when they start ragging on Kale, kind of. I'm like, uh, this doesn't even make sense because Kale did absolutely nothing wrong. He participated. He was all about this. He even came up with the idea. And now you're ragging on him. What are you ragging on him for last year? I don't know. And then they say, well, they didn't, res- they didn't come on the show. They refused. They, de- they, they, they declined to come on the show. And then it was like, oh, there, there's your animosity. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't understand that. I've never felt like I had a right to have anyone on the show. Um Especially, I mean, let's let's face. Can we face this fact too? Is that um, P- Penn State keeps it close, and they have their. Yeah, they, they always play it close. Why to would them. they go out close. of their? Listen, why would they go out of their way to go on a show to talk about this this controversial stuff and you know asked about revenue sharing? Coach, they don't want to talk about that. They don't they don't do that kind of stuff. Why would they? Um, especially a week before our Big Tens. It's just that's just not what. That's not how they operate, period. You know? Yeah, and so so after that, um, the show moved on to what you know, J Rob and Tom Ryan talking about the format in and of itself. And and this was another weird thing too. I mean, the whole thing is if you're really if you really dig your hands in the dirt of wrestling and, and what's been going on, um, the whole thing was odd. And so they start talking to, to Tom Ryan and J Rob about the format, and they go back to these other formats, old ideas, these old formats where um, there's advancement tournaments, and there should be, you know, J Rob was talking about three weeks of, you know, you win, you move on to the next week, you move on to the next week. I mean, why are we talking about changing the format again? Tom Ryan was almost like dismissive of this bowl series that still has a year on its contract. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I just feel like this is just so the way to go, right? Like you're not going to have an advanced well, return. Series is absolutely the way to go. Uh, there's there's changes that could be made and, and little improvements, but man, I think they they've got it right here. And I was I was a little discouraged that we're talking about making it a part of the NCAA's again, and we're talking about I, I we're know. talking about a massive advancement tournament. If you have I that know. massive advancement tournament, you lose Penn State. You probably lose Iowa. You might lose right. other teams. I I like I've been that. Banging on, I've been banging on the dual national dual systems for years. This year they do it. I'm like, this is the way to go. This is awesome. The NWCA has done it. This is a great thing. You know, the selection process could be different. Um, but this is the way to go. And then after they do it, they go on a radio show 
with still a year left on the contract, and they start talking about advancement tournaments and and uh, all kinds of the old ideas that didn't work for ten freaking years. Yeah, I I don't. Maybe they were just you know obviously. That's their preference. You know, these are the guys that they wanted that all earth, along. Earth to anybody that follows wrestling. Earth to anybody that follows and cares about the national duels. You cannot have a duel advancement tournament that late in the season. It doesn't work. The coaches won't go for it. You barely got the coaches all on board to have a pl- to have an extra duel for the bowl series, you're not going to get all the coaches on board oh, two weeks before conferences to go to a location and wrestle three or four duels. It's not going to happen. The only way it will happen is if you change the timeline of the season, and you're not going to do that. So stop thinking about advancement tournaments with multiple teams in a single location. And you can't compare it, well, college football does one. College football, oh. that's the end of the season. That's how the season ends. It's a. It's not like you do that and then you play the SEC championship game and then play the national championship game. That is it. It's over at that point. You don't have the biggest, most uh, meaningful tournaments at the end. I, I just don't think there, there's there's a lot that can be learned from the marketing of the sport from football. I don't get, but you can't compare those seasons and the season structure and say, well, they do it this way. We should do it this way. I, I know Casper. Casper actually caught them, right? Because they're like. They're like, well, you know, football does it this way. And Casper's like, uh, yeah, except they don't do it that way anymore. Right, right. So you, you can't use football as an example every time. And, and I do it, too. I'm like, well, you know, other mainstream sports do it this way and football does it. But it doesn't apply to every it, – it doesn't apply to everything. Like they talked about the hockey Final Four. But that – that's not how it ends. That's not how the season – that's how hockey ends the season. Well, you know, and J-Rob too was like when he was explaining why – and that was a farce. Listen. <laughs> oh, my God. Minnesota – Minnesota's in the bowl series. Iowa State is not. It's supposed to be Oklahoma. Why Mark Cody in Oklahoma didn't accept it is beyond me. Um, I, well, I'm pro- – because it doesn't make sense for their team. It doesn't make sense for their training. And it doesn't make sense for their bank account. Okay, um, that's why they didn't accept it. And so instead, Iowa State uh, gets the bid. It gets the this wild card thing, um, and they're going to go to Minnesota. But lo and behold, they were supposed to go to Minnesota anyway as part of a regular season. Uh, that's so just it's a, just a regular. That's just a, yeah. that's just a farce, right? But then J. Rob says that there was a Minnesota Wild uh, hockey game at the thing, and they had to find a venue. Listen. What other organization runs into that they're, they're trying to make something special? They're trying to make something right, and they run into well, we couldn't get a venue. Minnesota well, that's Wild. Called, that's called poor planning, guys. It's called poor planning. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know what else to say uh, other than it, it was bizarre for me as well. It was a little all over the place, and I just want to say, let's let's stick with a plan for a little bit. I think it can work. Um, I was discouraged to hear. Coach Brand say, you know, he's not, in, you know, he, he doesn't like the national duels, but he's doing it anyways because I think he knows it's important. Um, I'm curious. I would love to know what Coach Brands would prefer. Don't you? Like, what? I wonder what he thinks is best, or maybe he just thinks this is a this is a pointless I'm thing. Not, you I know? don't even think. I don't even think that. Like Kale came up with this system. I would bet 
my bottom dollar that he ain't all that thrilled about it either because of the timing. Like, why yeah. is it so hard to get through to everyone that the timing of it is terrible? Yeah. Why don't you accept this? I, universe, I, wrestling universe. Why do you not accept that the timing of national duels where you currently have it is problematic? Nobody wants to do it because it's too close to conferences. Move it earlier. Figure it out. Yeah. But, have it happen again. <laughs> figure it out. I. But my whole thing with that is what made it great was that every duel was mattering and impacting it all the way up so forward. And figure the schedule out so that you have it clear cut and you have it all arranged earlier. Earlier, okay. earlier. Figure it out. Figure out the schedule. Okay. You guys act like it's a freaking uh, – theorem that needs to be discovered figure out the schedule so that the conference champions are decided early enough to have national duels early enough before conferences so that all the coaches are like yeah cool let's do this we're talking theorems here on flow wrestling radio live Sweet. um hey we went 11 comedy of errors. huh like a comedy of errors we're 11 over like chenzo at the scuffle there you have it um, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. We're going to run it back. Bon at Pan Ams. What'd you say? Like Bonnie at Pan Ams. 11 over. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 100 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. We're not ones for sentiment. We're here to talk about wrestling. Thank you guys so much. It, it means a lot. The biggest compliment I think you can pay Willie and I is, is that people that love wrestling love this show and, um, that I, that we can hold the the thoughts and the attention of wrestling fans means a whole lot to us. And, and uh, truly it's been a pleasure these first hundred and here's the hundred, a uh, hundred more and more beyond that. So thanks again. We'll see you next time. We'll see you Thursday. We're running it back for show. Thanks a lot. See you next time.